This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And if you're looking to do some home renovations, maybe put in a new kitchen or a bathroom or a completely new home, maybe a smart home, our guest this afternoon has all the answers. You want to do it right, you want to do it on budget. We'll talk to the folks at My House Design Build Team on how to avoid the pitfalls. But first, it's a look at the consumer news headlines from the past week. BC Ferries is adding some new options for fares on its major routes uh, could save you some dough. As of this past Wednesday, you can now pay or buy a new saver fare or a prepaid fare for trips between Vancouver Island and the Lower Mainland. The saver fare is available only on the less busy sailings, costing between 49 and 73 bucks. includes a free reservation and will be available for select sailings throughout the year. The prepaid fare lets you pay in advance so you can just slide through the check-in. Plus, you save 7 bucks if you book more than 7 weeks in advance. That being said, we're still being reminded that non-essential travel is not recommended because of COVID. Uh, The first round of testing copper on SkyTrain and buses has been a success. Back in November... TransLink and Vancouver Coastal Health started copper-based products and uh, a protective coating on high-touch surfaces on two buses and two SkyTrain cars. The goal was to see if copper helped prevent the spread of illness on transit. Copper is known to have antibacterial properties. The surfaces were regularly swabbed and tested, and the results are back. Looks like 99% of all bacteria was killed within one hour of contact on the surface of the copper. TransLink is now expanding its study with more testing of copper products on more SkyTrain cars and buses. The second phase of the pilot will also include getting feedback from riders. And we have too many Canada geese in Vancouver, and the city wants us all to help out to reduce those numbers, Canada geese can get over 14 pounds and three and a half feet in length, and they can take over parks. And when they do, they eat the young grass. They sometimes are vicious, and of course, they poop a lot. They're geese. According to the Parks Board, geese have digestive systems that produce more excrement for their size than almost any other animal. Hence the old saying, like, excrement through a goose. And I've said excrement twice, actually three times now, and I promise that's the last. Uh, The Park Board estimates there are 3,500 resident Canada geese in the city, and it's growing, especially since they have no predators and people are feeding them. Now the Parks Board has created a website for people to report geese nests. The plan is for staff to remove nests and addle eggs. That's where the Parks Board replaces eggs in a nest with treated eggs. Park staff have been doing this since the early 90s. Sounds a little cruel, but both the BCSPCA and PETA have said they support the practice. Same with Environment Canada. So if you see a goose nest, you can report it through the City of Vancouver website. And if you're thinking about doing some renovations for your home, big or small, our next guest on Vancouver Consumer has some great tips for you. Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build Team is next. 
Well, for most of us, our home is uh, probably the biggest investment we'll ever make. And uh, on Vancouver Consumer, uh, we're going to talk about how to maximize that investment with uh, the folks at My House Design Build team. Uh, They are at myhousedesignbuild.com. And our old friend Graham Hugay is with us. Hi, Graham. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm not that old. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I mean it in the sense of old friend. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, yeah, no, you're not. Though, um, I have to say, I'm looking at your website and uh, I'm looking at uh, all the awards, uh, over a hundred industry related awards for the My House Design Build team, uh, including the Georgie Award for Best Vancouver Renovator for six years running. So that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Pr- pretty impressive. That kind of takes the sting out of being around for a few years, doesn't it? That's right. It, when you say it that way, it does make me feel a little older, that's for sure. <laughs> so, you know, I've been involved in this industry now for more than 30 years and um, seen so many changes. And COVID has brought along even other changes, you know, just in terms of the way we look and view our homes and um, what we're planning to do in these next year, years, in terms of how we live and how we enjoy our personal surroundings. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Now that we've passed a year of COVID, I would never have uh, predicted some of the things that have emerged because of COVID. For example, the the real estate market being so strong. And uh, I guess it's sort of a, a thing where people are are forced to realize how important their their own home space is. Would you say that's correct? Absolutely. And we're using that home space in so many different ways, or at least in expanded ways than we might have in the past. Um, we're, we're definitely seeing a, a large influx from people talking about um, utilizing their home better, you know, whether that be opening up the, the kitchen area to a more great room or bringing, bringing the kitchen, tying it into the outdoor living space or outdoor living space they didn't really have. And now they want to expand the outdoor living space and maybe have covered outdoor living space or enclosed outdoor living space. And people are also looking at perhaps family moving back in. Kids can't afford maybe to be on their own. They're moving back in with parents. Or in some cases, parents and kids are joining forces and going into a home together. And and maybe it's a basement suite that they need to uh, add or convert in their home. Uh, Some people are maybe converting an attic or they're putting an addition. Um, You know, some people are even looking to add things like laneways or carriage homes to their property. So, yeah, we're definitely looking at our properties differently. Yeah, and um, briefly, laneway homes and carriage homes in my neighborhood in Vancouver, uh, around Mount Pleasant, uh, they are popping up everywhere. And uh, a laneway home, uh, I I think people would be surprised at... uh, about what opportunity they have to put in a laneway home in their yard because you don't need a huge backyard to to be able to build a laneway home. There's lots of opportunities. I mean, what we do initially is if someone's looking to expand space on their home, whether that's an addition or a laneway carriage home, is we do uh, a feasibility analysis of their home in terms of the site analysis, what they're allowed, their bylaws, um, how much space they're allowed um, and help them understand that we have several laneways under construction and design right now. And so we can actually take people and show them what we're doing currently, probably right in their neighborhood. 
Yeah, it's it's very interesting, and we should mention uh, we're talking to Graham Hugay uh, from My House Design Build team. You can go to their website at myhousedesignbuild.com, or you can call six zero four My House, which is pretty easy to remember. And you have some interesting things on your website. Uh, you've got a bunch of webinars coming up. You always do uh, Wednesday, March eighteenth. I guess it's a, a week from Thursday. Uh, you have home improvements. And renovations. So, so a basic sort of uh, uh, a basic overview of the kind of work you do. Let's let's go through the webinars. The, that's Thursday, March eighteenth, and Thursday, March twenty fifth. It's high performance renovations in custom homes, and then April fifteenth, it's kitchens and bathrooms. So let's let's talk about the first one that's coming up on March eighteenth. Just general home improvements and renovations. Um, right. Basically, learning how to get started in the process on any size renovation, whether it's a single room, such as bathrooms, laundry rooms, specialty rooms, or whether it's kitchen. Kitchen and baths are probably the heart of what we are asked to do. Almost every project has something to do with kitchen and bath, outdoor living, um, or maybe it's you know a whole floor being renovated, or it's a whole house being renovated. There's so many things. So we talk about the process. We guide people through right from stage one, how you pick the right team, the right contractor, designer, what the options in the marketplace are, uh, what credentials to look for with people, um, you know, uh, what what industry related. Um, associations you should look to and gather information from. Um, And then we guide them right through what to expect in the designing, in the permitting, uh, in the engineering, if if that's required process. And then what do you expect in the construction process? How long do things take? How long do permits take? So we cover all of that in a really short time period. It takes about an hour. We leave some time for questions from people. And we have a really good dialogue, a lot of uh, video and photographs and it's not just me talking and we uh all you need to do is register there's no charge for registering but we need you to register so that we can send a link that you can access the webinar right and it sounds like a sort of a great introduction no matter how big uh, a renovation you're doing uh and for example um i'm looking at you know, even it's in your name, the My House Design Build Team. And I want to ask you, how important is it, because you were talking about the process of beginning, the, starting the process of renovation, how important is it to, to sort of take a holistic approach to it as opposed to kind of a piecemeal thing where you hire a carpenter to do one thing and then hire somebody else to do something else? Well, you know, a lot of people have done that over the years. We'll, we'll come to someone's home, and they've done that. They've, they've had somebody take care of this room or that issue, and that's one way to go about it. What we try and do is create a plan for people. It might not be everything that they're looking to do this year, but maybe they want a plan over the next two or three years that they can divide into projects. And by looking at it, as you use the word holistically, um, you're able to come up with a overall plan that you can break down to give better value so that people aren't piecemealing it. And uh, they're not coming back and revisiting ideas and going, oops, I shouldn't have done that. Now I'm doing this different idea. So um, that's what we do in the very beginning is we look at their project holistically. Uh, if they are doing something very specific, one room like a kitchen, great. But sometimes that ties into other decisions that they might be considering. They might be considering... Um, 
the electrical system in their home, and that affects the kitchen and the appliances that they're going to purchase. Maybe they're going to talk to us about that their house is actually quite cold in the winter and hot in the summer, and maybe we're going to look at uh, HVAC. We're going to look at heating and cooling or ventilation with them. Um, We also do a lot of energy upgrades, and there's a lot of rebates available for people today. So we guide them through understanding what those rebates are how to take advantage of them, for example, in upgrading their windows, upgrading the insulation value in their home. Um, They're uh, having a better furnace or boiler or hot water uh, on demand. Uh, There's many different areas in which a person can increase their energy efficiency and get rebates that are available right now. And we help them see that uh, before they get into spending money and designing things. So when some people go to my house design build team, do do they sort of set up a plan where they might do something one year and then a year later they do another project? Absolutely. Uh, we encourage people to come up with a master plan so that they break it down. They know what to budget for in year one, two, or three. Um, and then we also think through what is going to affect them in the first year uh, that they're going to do that might affect the pro- second project or the third project. And we've done that many times over the years. Um, we've got clients who re- uh, who come back to us where, uh, you know, we came up with that plan, but they put something on the shelf. We did part of their renovation. Now they've come back and say, hey, let's finish that renovation or let's do the next phase. And so, yeah, it's great to have a master plan for what your what your renovation project is. And, and then, of course, for those who are thinking of building something new, like a laneway, carriage home, or a new home, um, it also can be sort of divided into, into projects. You can build, for example, uh, a house with a basement where perhaps you don't finish the basement, but you have the plan for finishing that basement in the future. So there's also those types of options. Yeah, and I love that idea that that you think of the house as one big, uh, I'll use the word again, holistic thing, and you don't have, a say, a part of the house that's always cold in the winter or a part of the house that's too hot in the summer. You're, you're thinking of it all as one space, and it should all work together. That's actually part of that next seminar you were talking about, high-performance home, how to have a home that functions uh, holistically, uh, a house as a system and being more energy efficient, more uh, cost effective in its operational costs. We think in terms of costs of doing renovations, but there is a cost savings down the road in the years to come on energy costs by doing your work right, by having it done right, thought through right, planned, designed, and then built right. We're talking to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build team. You can go to their website, myhousedesignbuild.com, or the phone number, very easy to remember, 604-MY-HOUSE. And uh, as we were talking, they uh, talking about they have a webinar coming up on Thursday, March 18th, and it's Home Improvements and Renovations. And uh, then... Uh, the following Thursday, March 25th, it's High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes, and you were just touching on that. And uh, I find that so interesting. Is the, Do you find the technology uh, changing all the time when it comes to high-performance homes and, and energy-saving uh, technology, that kind of thing? Well, it does. But what's changing the most is people's understanding of what that means for their lifestyle, what it means to have a healthy home. And, you know, I've been doing high-performance building now and energy audits on homes for 20 years. 
um, building R2000 homes, now building net zero and passive homes. Um, and even in a renovation right now, we just are completing the first net zero renovation in Vancouver. And we just moved our clients into their renovated home where it is so energy efficient. But again, it was part of an educational process for them. And that's really what we try and do with people is educate them on the options, educate them on the benefits. And so, yes, technology does play a role, but it's really uh, our perception in the marketplace. We want to have a lower carbon footprint. We want less energy consumption um, and doing better for the environment. But we also want a healthy home. We want healthy air quality, healthy drinking water. Um, And so we use technology in those two areas alone. Um, And then technology, most people, when they come to us and say, you know, I want certain technology in my home, they're thinking in terms of smart home. They're thinking in terms of controlling their home from their mobile phone. Of course, that is also increasing every day, but also coming down in cost for the things that you can do. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit more about that uh, when we come back. We're talking to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build team. MyHouseDesignBuild.com is the place to go. You can register for the webinar that's coming up on Thursday, March 18th, Home Improvements and Renovations, and then Thursday, March 25th, High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes. And uh, it it sounds really cool. I want to hear about the, the fridges that will talk to you and all that stuff uh, when we come back. It's Vancouver Consumer, and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team. You can go to their website, myhousedesignbuild.com, or call 604-MY-HOUSE. And uh, the reason why you should go to their website is because they have a lot of interesting things. Not only can you see about all the awards they've won, they've won a lot of awards, uh, but you can also uh, sign up for their webinars because they have these really interesting webinars. They're absolutely free. And if you're thinking of uh, getting into a, a renovation, whether it's big or small, uh, it's a great way to learn because uh, as Graham will tell you, it's all about education. Uh, the, the first one coming up is on Thursday. Thursday, March 18th, Home Improvements and Renovations. And then the following Thursday, March 25th, it's High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes. And uh, that is so interesting to me. That's a very sort of sexy topic to me because we all, whenever we talk about the high-performance homes, we always talk about... Um, energy savings and all that sort of things. But there's also other things that, that when you when you renovate a home or build a custom home correctly, you can have the fridge talking to the stove and all these other things that uh, I don't quite understand. But it, the technology is pretty interesting, isn't it? There's lots of technology evolving in the marketplace. I think the simplest things that people can do is uh, having the ability to control their home while they're away from their mobile device anywhere in the world. You can control the temperature of your home, security, obviously security cameras, um, the ability to control audio, video, um, the whole environment of your home. So, for example, uh, someone is coming home at night um, just from their smartphone, they can have the lights go on, the music's playing, the temperature of the house is at a certain, and they don't come home to a cold, empty uh, sometimes unsafe feeling home. And so uh, there's lots of things that people can incorporate. Control is the biggest thing. 
And what about when you're sort of retrofitting uh, uh, an older home to this kind of technology? Is it, uh, is it, uh, it's obviously a little bit more challenging, but it, it can be done, can it? Oh, totally. And today, m- uh, most of what we do is wireless. Um, we're not having to then rip open walls necessarily to have that smart technology uh, and put in the certain type of wiring. There are aspects, for example, audio, video, uh, cat cables, and so forth like that, that you may go behind walls. Um, but a lot of things are available where you don't have to open up everything. But when you're doing thinking through more of a holistic plan, whether it's for your kitchen, uh, whether it's for um, half of your house or a whole house, or even if it's a condo, um, we introduce smart technology that allows people to feel more secure and have more control. And that uh, webinar is Thursday, March 25th, High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes. And you can register for that webinar at myhousedesignbuild.com or you can call the My House Design Build team at 604-MY-HOUSE. And you just mentioned something, Graham Huguet, uh, about... Uh, condos and townhouses we when we talk about renovations we talk a lot about houses uh but uh even the smallest townhomes are homes and uh you do a lot of work on townhomes and condos um yeah in fact out of our 100 plus industry related awards uh we've received best renovated condo uh in all of bc uh five different occasions um we are very active in helping people renovate their existing condos, townhouses, smaller living spaces. Um, in fact, we have a dedicated team just to doing small projects or small areas because with strata-type projects, specifically in condos where there's elevators and um, all the various strata rules and timing. It's really important to have a small team that's efficient, that knows and is familiar with those rules so that they don't waste time um, and that they get the most uh, value for you for the things that you need to have done in your home. Kitchens and bath, obviously, are the biggest things in condos, but people are also maybe redoing all their floors. Um, And in some cases, once we've done uh, a feasibility study, uh, we can determine if, for example, certain walls can be opened up and moved. Some people think, oh, that can't happen in a condo, but sometimes that can happen. Uh, We make sure we have all the engineering plans in hand. We're able to do the right discovery and and help them make decisions of what they actually can do. Uh, One of the other big things is lighting. A lot of condos have single lights in the middle of their living room or a single light in the bedroom. And and so we're able to show them how they can introduce other lighting technology to properly illuminate um, their workspace. And of course, you know, we've all learned this last year how important our home living space is, whether you live in a condo, a townhouse, a single-family home, whether you're renovating, whether you're building new, we've realized that, you know, this is our sanctuary, and we want to make the most use of the space that we have. Yeah, and I, I think the lighting example is interesting as to why you should uh, hire a professional with a lot of experience and a lot of creativity when you do renovations, because lighting, for example, is just one of the many things that you can kind of think, well, I'll put a light there. I'll put a pot light on the ceiling. And then when you're in that space and you're living in that space, you realize it's not exactly 
what you want. The, the subtlety is not there. And when you have people who know what they're doing, who are creative, and uh, for lack of a better phrase, they know what they're doing, uh, it's really important, stuff like that. What are some other things uh, besides lighting that people might not think about when they're thinking about renovating their home? Well, lighting, as you mentioned, it's multi faceted. It's not just about putting lights in the ceilings. It could be up lighting. It could be under counter lighting. Uh, it could be recessed lighting, putting lighting in walls for artwork. Um, there's so many things to do with lighting, outside lighting, landscape lighting. Um, and then just the accessories that go into a home. Uh, we have a kitchen and bath seminar coming up in the middle of April. Um, we just had one a couple nights ago on Thursday night. And we had a lot of people asking about, you know, what are the accessories that I can put in my kitchen? How do I make my kitchen more functional? How do I get that, that mixer uh, on a shelf that's easy and ergonomically accessible so that I don't strain my back every time I pull it out to the counter? Um, in my bathroom, how do, I, how do I store things like hair dryers and um, uh, curling irons and different things in such a way that I can pull them out and put them away quickly and there's not cords all over the place. So just thinking through how we use spaces, uh, we're able to uh, assist you in making those good quality design decisions. This is Vancouver Consumer, and we're talking to Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team. And you can go to their website. I keep giving the website out because there's a lot going on there. MyHouseDesignBuild.com. You can also phone them, 604-MY-HOUSE. But if you go there, uh, we've been talking about the webinars. You can sign up for these absolutely free webinars uh, Thursday, March 18th. Home Improvements and Renovations, then Thursday, March 25th, High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes, and April 15th, as Graham just mentioned, Kitchens and Bathrooms, and you can learn a lot. It's absolutely free, and you can um, get some great ideas. And uh, another thing that you do on the website that I think is really cool is people can go to the website and reserve a spot for a behind-the-scenes in construction open house tour and they can see the kind of work you're doing and i would imagine that's pretty inspiring for people they probably could get some good ideas from that absolutely and i think you know during covid it's really important to recognize and we have a video on our site it talks about how do we work during covid how do we protect our clients uh their homes how do we protect our staff uh, our construction team. Um, and so we can do tours of homes. We do it one family at a time. So um, we don't have many people and we take them to sites specific that um, are safe and we have safety p- protocols. And yeah, I think the biggest thing that people learn from going to people's construction sites isn't necessarily what does it look like in the end. You can see that on a video, you can see that in a photograph. But how do people go about the process? How do people live? through a renovation, if you're going to renovate your kitchen, what does that mean for your family? Uh, Because a lot of people have that perception from HGTV that uh, a renovation takes about 22 minutes because uh, inside (laughs) that 30-minute program outside of commercials, 22 minutes is all it takes to renovate. And so we have this microwave mentality that things appear. So how in the real world does that actually translate in living through a renovation? So those are some things that you just can't see and understand and appreciate um, seeing just the finished photographs. 
The other part is understanding what's behind the walls. What is what does make a high performance renovation or custom home? What is uh, what type of insulation is being used? What type of heating and cooling? What type of ventilation? What type of windows? What type of doors? And there might not be as sexy uh, to talk about those things, but that is really the heart of the home of of longevity uh, is making that uh, whatever construction you do, doing it right. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the planning, and that's obviously where my house design build team excels in, In I'll use the word again, the holistic approach. And you have a, an offer for everybody, a 15% discount on that preliminary planning stage, and that's very you know, important our, to you. Our team came up with that early in COVID last year. Um, how can we help our existing clients? How can we help those that are considering uh, improving their homes during this time? And uh, we even had our staff take um, a, a wage cutback uh, in early COVID that we contributed to that to be able to pass that on to homeowners. And so um, 15% off of all of the preliminary planning and, and design process budgeting to understand exactly what you can do, what it will cost, and get ready to go towards permits. And so we're excited about that, and we've decided to continue it on into 2021 um, for this spring. And, uh, and we're looking forward to it. We're a design-build team, which means we have interior designers, architectural designers, uh, landscape design, mechanical design, as well as our construction side. And so we can guide you through that whole myriad of decisions. And it was so interesting what you were talking about living through a renovation and uh, the, the kind of experience you have uh, and the advice you can do for, give to people for living through a renovation. I've lived through a couple. And uh, if you don't do it right, it can be uh, a really bad experience. And if you do it right, it can be sort of a painless experience. And during COVID, we really want to talk to people about what that means. Uh, uh, people are realizing, hey, I can have that work done this year, um, and I can do it safely, and I can feel comfortable living in my home while somebody is in another part of a home. We section off areas of their home where we're working. Um, and then right now, we're, we're already March and going into April, and it's springtime. So if someone's considering doing any sort of home improvement, renovation, condo renovation, let alone new construction of a laneway or custom home, get started now uh, because the industry is busy. Uh, permit applications are busy, and it can take you a lot longer than you expect to get all of that information correctly ready so you're ready to build when you want to. If you decide, hey, I don't want to build until the fall or I don't want to renovate until next year, 2022, don't put off making those plans now. You want to get started now. We have several clients who are doing renovations and custom homework in 2022, but we are started working on that preliminary and that design permit stage now. And the first step is to go to myhousedesignbuild.com uh, or you could phone 604-MY-HOUSE and uh, register for one of those webinars. They're free and you could learn a ton. And the next one is Thursday, March 18th, home improvements and renovations. And then the next Thursday, it's high performance renovations. And then April 15th, kitchens and bathrooms. Graham, always great to talk to you. Uh, have a great weekend and we will talk soon. Have a wonderful Saturday. My House Design Build Team is where Graham is from. And uh, that website again is myhousedesignbuild.com. Coming up, it's Vancouver Consumer, and we've got more with Ask Andrew. That's coming up next. 
Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and it's time now for Ask Andrew. That's where we uh, talk to our executive producer of Vancouver Consumer, Andrew Ferreira, and he's got his pulse on uh, on the on the Lower Mainland and what's going on. And uh, you were talking about Richmond. I grew up in Richmond, and I uh, I thought I knew every road in Richmond. It's changed quite a bit since when I grew up, but uh, they have a new road which you don't hear about very often. No, you usually hear about. You know, like new bike lanes, yeah, or uh, you know, a new transit extension. Uh, but no, Richmond, and I think this is long overdue. Uh, they have opened a brand new, and this is an arterial. It's not some side street. This yeah. is a brand new arterial, uh, essentially parallel to Number Three Road, called River Parkway. Wow. So River Parkway, a um, bit of a history lesson, runs down the old right of way that ye old Richmond tram used to run down. Right. Uh, if you remember the old interurbans, if anyone out there is still, I miss the, I, I was not around for the interurbans, but I'm sad we don't have them. Yeah, um, but I basically, them. it kind of sticks between River Road and number three. It kind of runs down the middle of those two things. Uh, and this has been under construction for the last couple of years. Um, and I've gone to Richmond a, a couple of times in the last couple of months, which now that I say that pandemic, I usually go like every week, but <laughs> not anymore. But each time I've gone, I've seen more and more of the road uh, constructed. Um, basically, it's it looks like a modern road. It uh, And I say modern because it's got two lanes of traffic, one in each way, uh, a dedicated bike lane and widened sidewalks for pedestrians. So the hope is that this is going to uh kind of shift traffic away from river road which is not built to handle no. uh, a lot of the overflow that number three road generally deals with and number three road is already a bit of a a nightmare come rush hour number three road is just so busy it is it is a congested chunk of asphalt and now uh there'll be two in downtown richmond um they're they're hoping that this new river parkway uh will carry about seventeen thousand vehicles uh per day uh, once it's completely open. And right now it kind of runs between uh, Aberdeen Station um, all the way down to just before um, uh, around the Dinsmore Bridge. Uh, and they're eventually going to plan to extend that further into the uh, the Richmond City Center to accommodate a lot of uh, the, the development boom uh, that's been centered ever since the Canada Line uh, opened up in 2009. Uh, downtown Richmond has truly become a downtown. Um, and so this is uh, the city of Richmond's way of trying to uh, provide not only road access, but also a more well-built and dedicated uh, cycling promenade, if you will, and pedestrian promenade. Uh, with the opening of, uh, of this River Parkway, River Road itself is actually going to be shut off the traffic. Oh, great. Uh, that'll be great because that's a beautiful you know, stretch of exactly. space. It'll, it'll be repurposed into a cul-de-sac, so there won't be any through traffic. So you can still, of course, you know, there's all those businesses that line River Road that overlook the river, kind of. Yeah. Those are all still going to be you know, accessible by car, but it will not be a through road. So uh, I'm not sure what the plan is on where the entrance will be or where the exit will be. Um, but that is the, the you know the immediate plan. They're gonna they're gonna turn River Road into a, a cul-de-sac for business access, which I think is a net plus because it'll be quieter uh, and it'll allow for more people to get out and enjoy what I think is an incredibly underrated walk uh, around the middle arm of the Nor of the Fraser River. Um, you know, it's an easily transit accessible. You can hop off at Aberdeen Station and walk three minutes and. Kablam, you're right there on the trail, essentially. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's not often that you hear of a brand new road. Um, <laughs> and so that caught my eye. 
but uh, I think this is a, 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 a good change. I think this is something that Richmond needed to do, and now that they're pulling through, uh, it'll be a good development uh, for kind of shoring up what's you know expanding into a downtown core that reaches up uh, number three towards Capstan Way. Yeah, that makes sense, because it just seems like Richmond was growing, 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 and now this seems like a, uh, an eye to the future. So that's good. So thank you, Andrew. That was interesting. Uh, That's Ask Andrew. Andrew Ferrer, our executive producer. It's Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, it's all about protecting your money, how to grow your money, how to protect it. Um, Do you ever think about tax-free savings accounts? Do you know how they work? Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. Also, how you can invest in real estate in some pretty innovative ways. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.